back. Welcome back. My name is Joe, aka Joe, the Wellness Curator, and this is the Obsidian Mindset Podcast, where we are redefining what wellness means to you. Uh, I'm so excited. We're back again with another interview. This time, I'm interviewing Pukiso. Um, I've had I've had a, a lot of conversations with her, uh, but this is the first time we're able to dive into her wellness story, and I learned that you know about her her years, her earlier years of being in track as a student athlete in high school and college and what that taught her in terms of her physical health as well as her mental health um we talk about self-esteem we also talk about what we like what she called her slum village years and what that taught her and how she was able to learn from that period of time and focus on her mental wellness and that was often rooted in body rooted in art and rooted in sensuality and we actually go more in in depth with that and talked about why sensuality is important to discover and to hone into and how do you make wellness quote unquote juicy right like that it, it we, we get there and lastly we this we also have a discussion about depression and how she used her self-reflection and self-expression not only as a tool to combat it but also how she used those tools to explore her own uh femininity so it was a really dope interview so excited for you guys to hear it so tap in and enjoy once again, you know where to find me. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to or know someone that should be interviewed, feel free to email me at joe at definedbyobsidian.com. All right, y'all, tune in. All right, all right. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm so excited. We have Pakiso here. What up, girl? Hey, hey. Um, so I'm so excited to have her on. Uh, I've known her a little bit and I, just, I, I know bits and pieces of her wellness story. So we're just going to dive in to talk about what wellness means to her. Um, so the first question I usually ask is, tell me about your wellness story or your wellness journey in whatever form that rings true to you. <laughs> it's such an overarching question. <laughs> I warned you. I mean. <laughs> this is me um, the baton as we do in track. You just run. Yeah. Ooh, the wellness journey. Um, wow. That is broad as, um, I'm just going to say the things that come up. One of the things that come up is that it was, it is, it has not been, and is not a straight line. Um, very much a roller coaster, not in a scary sense, but in the up and down and roundabout and going down a hole and coming back out. And what that is, is, um, hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll go a lot of places during, during this uh, time while we chat. And so just to drop down at a few of my places, I guess, inside yeah. of wellness. <laughs> um, <laughs> I grew up running track. I ran track as a, as a, as a young girl. And, um, that actually is a bit of, um, mental and physical wellness. We have mental wellness in the sense of like not feeling great about myself. Like when I tell you, I thought my body and my face and just everything was not the look at all. The self-esteem was um, very, 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 very mm. low. Um, and when, when like my body was able to have some functionality to it, some, um, I saw myself uh, as a winner. I saw myself as like, um talented mm -hmm. um and that's that's from dancing um at the same time my sister danced when i was young too and like she's amazing and during that time i had very low self-esteem so comparing myself was not the look mm -hmm. um track was something that i had of my own and um 
I learned of my like my natural my natural gifts there, and so inside of that, wellness really became. I mean, it became functional um, in the sense of um, you know need to have a certain diet, need to wake up um, three times a week, to do three miles each of those days at six a.m and go to high school practice, then go to like the after high school practice with my college coach, and then like the after after that <laughs> with my personal trainer. <laughs> and then the after 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 a good day with the massage. <laughs> and so it, was a, so it was a lot of that. At the same time, I was totally at Wendy's eating like double cheeseburgers. Oh my. I, <laughs> it was my favorite. I ate a lot, I ate a lot, I ate a lot. I bring those things up to say. <laughs> There was this like um, very much so regimen and discipline around uh, my body care. My father used to always say, um, take care of your instrument. Mm. And he said that to me and my sister. He still says that. And the instrument is whatever you have. Uh, if you're a writer, maybe it's your hand, it's your pen, it's your journal. Um, you know, it's, it's, what, it's whatever it is. Uh, we also were musicians, so it was literally like take care of my violin. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then when, and this just stays with me, it stays with me now and in the moments where I'm not as into, not taking care of as much as I used to, um, my instrument was my body. And so very much so it was take care of in the, in the stretching, in the, in the like nourishing myself, even when I was binging, which I did do, not binging in the sense of, um, super negative let me just say like binges this is like greedy mob with yeah. it yeah. <laughs> i had a club called the greedy mob as well so we ate a lot and i appreciate greedy it. greedy mob <laughs> y'all can't see it but it had, we have a whole y'all like, she has a hand <laughs> gesture you know greedy mob boop, boop, and you open up your hands they like you like munching up something. <laughs> i had full initiation it still goes on i have little cousins it was all about that so I guess again, it was not a straight line. It was like very much a roller coaster in that. That was like loving food, loving the taste, loving sensual living, loving, um, loving to play. And then there was this like regimented part of myself that was really about the workout and long game too. Like we were literally like look at um, look at a calendar over the course of a year and plan out the workout January through November. Because it's the long game. It's like, okay, well, this is a peak month. This is a down month. And so um, that was a part of it as well. Um, and I'd say in college, I really got, and this is kind of going all over the place, but we're we going to bring it on back. Um, <laughs> and college, and it led me there. And I had a full track, track scholarship to Howard University. So all of that meant something to esteem, to my body, to just like, these are little seeds planted. Um, I would say uh, yoga was introduced during that time too with dancing. And then I was like always just kind of connected to, I didn't know what to call it, but meditation. I didn't know what to call it, but picking up rocks in the street. I didn't know what to call it, but being by myself. <laughs> I didn't know what to call it, but breathing. <laughs> like that, now, I, I didn't know what to call it, but I used to like pick up scents. Um, and I knew that that made me feel better and made me feel good. And so now as an adult, it's this like kind of full circle, full, full, full round where those yoga seeds now is like yoga teaching that like smelling random. When I tell you, I just smell random stuff. When <laughs> smelling, yeah, smelling yeah, random. No example. Yeah, example. 
<laughs> it's now aromatherapy and like really leaning into that for my mental. Um, and so, so yeah, I guess what those years really taught me, and I guess like just where my journey is in general, is like starting with my body first. Um, yeah, starting with my body first and like, I would say adulthood, college and beyond has really been a um, focus on mental wellness, mental wellness. I had, I call it my slum village years and they hit me still. Um, very much so slum village and like, man, man, my like junior year in college, it hit me where it was just like a deep, deep depression. Mm. And it went on for a long time. And now I go up and down and I can tap back into that part and be like, oh, what is this? Oh, this is this joint. Um, mm -hmm. But during that time, it was like, whoa, what in the world is happening? Um, and didn't know. And so a lot of practices came out of that as well that are rooted in body and rooted in art and even rooted in sexuality too. And so just like, I feel like wellness, man, I, you just got to like go get wherever you can get it. <laughs> I mean, that's real, it's like, everywhere. Wherever I can grab it, okay? <laughs> wherever I can grab it. Um, because it's so important, it's so important. And I'm gonna land it there. <laughs> I, no, no, that's, I was like, I, wherever she's gonna land it, I'm gonna pick it up just like a track star. <laughs> okay, uh, pun intended, we just talk about track, we just, oh, we flowing. Um, so, like, where do I wanna go with that? So even before we get into that, what did you do for wellness today? What would you even think about that? What did you do today for wellness? Today, as in Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Today for wellness, 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 wellness. I prayed, I prayed um, to like demystify some fog that's currently around a couple places. Um, I vegged out for a couple hours on the, on the couch and I would say that's wellness, purposefully not looking at the email. Well, okay, wait. I look look, I looked at the email like one time. <laughs> okay. But I said no. <laughs> Do not look at the email. So I didn't ignore. Okay. PTO prepare the others. <laughs> Just like <laughs> and um I say the larger things I did, I say larger because it was like, oh, okay, I need to do this for like, you know, really intentionally for my wellness here. I took a bath. And um, I've been frequently uh, going to Sacred Sacred Vibes Apothecary is a herb store over here in Brooklyn. And so she has a couple like baths to take. Um, I got into that today, just now, about an, like 45 minutes ago. And um, I'm drinking juice today for the most part. Come on. Because yesterday I went in and so I'm juicing. <laughs> I'm juicing for a few hours <laughs> to balance that on out. I respect and I'm here. That. I respect I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. That that really is like a dose of wellness is one of my favorite things to talk about and also can be the most challenging in life. And so like, I really appreciate the space and time. I appreciate you for talking about it. Um, so one thing I'd like to talk about as well is you talked about being an athlete and a regiment and having that regiment. So what did that, teach you because i know some people end up loving the regiment life and they live in that and some people like rebel and they hate anything regiment after especially specifically being a student athlete so where did you land with that um 
Well, not rebellion now. <clears throat> I definitely had those times in high school at a point when it's like, I just want a prom dress. And my mom is like, but this outfit though, this Adidas, <laughs> this, this, new, this new track suit. <laughs> Such a blessing. Thank you, mom. Such a blessing. What's so over it though? What's so over it? <laughs> What's such a blessing? Um, I would say it has taught me endurance. Um, what I mean by that, I was thinking about that today for a brief moment, actually, randomly, and thought about how, like, um, that long game, I guess, that long game and the all inclusiveness mm. of wellness. Um, let's say a, a sport like track, where it is at one with yourself, especially if you're in a single, it's a non-relay thing. If you're in a relay, it's kind of same, but still. Um, that connection with self, I learned, whether it was positive or negative for the day, but learn, I, like I needed to be there. Um, I would say, um, how do I, uh, trying to figure out how to put it. I notice this when I'm not up against someone, but if I'm beside someone doing something, like, oh, I do this a little differently than they do it. I wonder if this is because of the background that I have. But uh, really that like, um, I guess it's an internal focus, similar to even what I just said, internal focus when it comes to working out and self mm -hmm. as well. Um, what I mean by that too is just like the, uh, like beasting through things. It really is the calm and the strength that comes together to move the mountain, whether that be the track sport, whether that be like that, that, that meet, or whether it be a, I mean, it's how I am when I'm dealing with pain too, especially physical pain. It's like, breathe deep, go deep, go deep, go deep. And it, it moves through me. I would say it's the same when dealing with a lot of stress as well. Um, I don't know if I got it from track, but track maybe helped out with this, where the capacity is, is very wide. My mm. path is very wide and it's very deep and I'm dealing with it or I'm moving through it as I breathe and as I like take it in and let it pass through me. So all of that was like track stuff. Also, like everything doesn't need to feel good. The hurt's so good comes like even when I go to go get a massage, like I'm really not mm. into the like, oh, let me just like caress on you. No, nope. I need... Like, hello, hello, you, you hello. see, like, it's like, can a sister get like a bruise up the ceiling? I ain't paying you to be all cute, see cute. I'm not, I'm not. I could definitely get caressed by the bay. I'm paying you. Muscles, all of that. But it really connected me with body. And so it's just like, I would say track with dance to the family that I come from. Is just like the straight up body connection again for better or for worse. So if something is like a little like off too, not like dissonant. It's just like like right now I have at least two crooks in my neck currently, presently mm -hmm. as I'm talking to you. That's partly why I took the bath. And it's like, okay, that's there. Let me breathe. Let me do the tools that I know from back in the day and present and, and keep it moving. Um, I don't know if I fully answered your question, but that's like two of the things. <laughs> 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 We having fun. I, I, you're answering some questions. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> might not be my questions, but yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that that has a lot to do with resume. I gotta get on point. I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm 
Okay. I'm focused. <laughs> All right. So let's we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna start fresh, start brand new. Um, so we like to talk about um, intersectionality and like what you identify. And after reading uh, my book, it's not my body's not an apology. Great book. Um, she's talking about that we all live in multiple identities of intersectionality. Um, so what are your different sections of identity and how do you see that affecting or interacting with your wellness? Hmm. I think that I'm thinking of like sister, fiance, is that what you mean by identities intersecting? Um, yeah, and and it's specific, I think also specifically, like, I, I'm assuming you identify as a Black woman. Um, yeah. But, like, what else does, how does those things, as well as, like, uh, sister, fiance, how does that affect you and your wellness and how you even perceive wellness? Mm. I mean, a few different ways. I mean, definitely, see my, I see myself, I see myself as a woman. I see myself as a Black woman. Um. I see myself as a black woman leader, black woman teacher as well. Um, yeah, no, they definitely affect, they definitely affect. Um, I mean, a few, a few of them, as far as like how it works for me, interweaving. Uh, some days self-care is revolutionary. Mm. It's like, all right, bet. And, and I'm thinking about it as, oh, this is a act of revolution, which I would, I don't think I would do that if I was not a black woman. We don't think I would like move through self care in that particular way as if it was <clears throat> self care to be sure a legacy is surviving mm. and to be sure that I am thriving. Um, so I do, I move through it like that. You know, I think I think about Audre Lorde a lot um, inside of my wellness journey as well. Um, one of my favorite from her is, um, uh, we've been raised to fear the yes within ourselves uh, from her essay, Power of the Erotic, which is a whole other element of wellness that comes in too. And thinking of her, I'm thinking about it as a black woman as well and that that idea of play and that idea of eroticism that idea of um our liberation our like revolution can be like juicy what is that um so what is that because <laughs> <laughs> you did mention sensualness and sensuality and wellness so i'm curious what is that well you know i'm really curious about that myself now mm. as well and it's 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 for me it's been a journey since Howard, like 2000, like 2000. And actually, ooh, it's been a journey since I was young, young. Now I'm thinking about it, if I go back and really look at who I was growing up and um, finding ways to pleasure and finding ways to be pleasure, that is, um, that's not even altogether sexual. Mm. That's, I mean, that's really in anything. That's in touch. That's in love. Um, it also is sexual. I mean, it's a good little, you know, good little older. <laughs> it also is that. And um, it's like how even that, how even my sexual energy is a way to increase my wellness in the day. And to be quite frank, it has. Like, what does what waking up 
anxious and masturbating and getting well, is that similar to meditation or a yoga pose or two? It is, a is it like accessing the energy needed and the stillness needed to like go about your day and be powerful? So like those things intersect for me too? Come on, redefine the wellness. These are things I'm really interested about. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Like, um, because, and this is where the intersectionality comes in, going American and maybe other cultures too, but I would say mm-hmm. like, uh, this is, this is, I'm speaking out of curiosity and, and, and learning, um, not the know all be all like, with, with this uh but yeah that same masturbation can be like looked at as objectifying can be looked at as that same person or me could be hating my body in this particular moment which then is not revolutionary at all which needs a whole other thing and so it's all of that um I remember doing a um I did I did like a young women's workshop um at a school like a few years ago, a lot, a lot of years ago. They had brought me in though too, because it was lots of was going on underneath the, the stairs. Um, oh. Yes, <laughs> with, the, with the young ladies at the school. And we talked about that in our session and a lot of um, young people had not like really seen their bodies like that, had touched their bodies like that, but was very clear that they're allowing so many other people to do that for them, mm. but they haven't. And so that's a whole other state now we're talking about wellness in your body and mental and, and what like simple learning to touch yourself lovingly can equal um, at any stage in life around like self-worth and like, um, yeah, self-identity. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I think about, I think about those things and, and that, that touches me a lot for sure. Um, um, yeah, I, I think I thought about, I thought about that a lot last summer when I was like, let me come out on Facebook and do like some breathing and some yoga exercises in this time of like, I mean, it's always a time. It was not just last summer, y'all. It's always the time <laughs> of revolution. I mean, <laughs> and I always oh. feel like a little, sometimes a little off. Well, I used to a little off, a little like, oh, this isn't important. This wellness thing over here isn't important when it's time to like uh, hunker down. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not accurate. I think it's like it, it increases the capacity to to then do what we need to do and just like a better life. Um, and then if I don't have my health and I don't know what we have actually. That is so true. And I think the the piece that I that I resonate with is just like, because even when you give an example, there is a lot of stigma attached to it. And that's the piece of it, right? Like, I think when you talk about any pieces of wellness, there could be stigmas and that could ruin your wellness journey. But that doesn't mean that the sexual or the sensual piece of wellness isn't as important. It's just that we need to break down those stigmas so that we can unlock the ability to want to be well. Um, hmm, that's very deep. Uh, and so I think from there, I'm curious, how do you, how do we tap in to kind of break those stigmas? Because I think it, I think there is a lot of work that we have to do as a community um, so that we can have those conversations and that we can be liberated and 
create revolutions within ourselves. So what does that look like? Um, specifically stigmas around <clears throat> what? Um, just sexual wellness, Sen sensual uh, wellness, sexual, whichever, whichever. Oh yeah. The journey. <laughs> <laughs> Not I can't even, I have to speak it out. <laughs> She's not saying, <laughs> she's smirking. <laughs> Sips drink. <laughs> yes, for the script. I love it. Because it's because it, it's I mean it it changes every like I mean for me it changes every couple of years, you know. Um I think um one talking about <clears throat> talk, right what am I trying to say? Breaking starting to break stigmas. I mean, I think it starts like with yourself. Um, I can speak for myself, um, starts with myself. Um, like get, get into that place where like you can write down or dance out or however it is expressed, like what you like really want and like your feelings and what is like in your deepest gut. Now that could come out sexually or not, but like it is that raw energy that it's gonna fuel the things that are sexual and not sexual. Um, I right now am tapping, trying to tap back in to like, what do I like really, really, really want at this juncture in life? And um, getting into my body is helping me do that. <laughs> and so um, I think talking about, you know, talking about ourselves, like uh, kind of breaking down the barrier on like talking about, um, talking about our bodies. Um, um, and that's from, I mean, you know, everybody don't gotta be all up in your business like that, you know? <laughs> it's not really like, so this, I like this, Chad. Like this though, not that as much. I mean, unless you want to. but. <laughs> But I'm talking about being able to tap into the way your body feels and what your body likes and what your feet like opposed to your legs, opposed to your waist, opposed to your back. Like um, it could look like spending an extra 10 minutes lotioning your body um, mm -hmm. by yourself to get to know your body more, um, to adorn it, to um, whisper some sweet nothings. <laughs> um, Sometimes on my worst day, that may need to go down. And that's not even sexual. That's more like, okay, Tinder. Uh, Ticknon, Ticknon, huh? I always kind of mess his name up. He's one of my favorite though. Y'all can't see, but I've got looking at my bookshelf. It's like, man. Well, I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> he has a book um, called Anger. Oh, here it is right here. It's one of them. I do suggest this. This is great for the mental, mental wellness. He has a book called Anger, Wisdom for Cooling the Flames. And I read this after a breakup and I like keep reading it ever since and be giving it out to people. But the thing I really remember in it is like, um, take care of your anger like it's a baby. Mm. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about lotioning yourself, just like you would lotion somebody who likes zero. Um, putting, on, putting on your underwear and different stuff like that, like you would like delicate, like it would with someone younger. Um, to really nurture and nourish that like very kind of human and innate, like um, innocent part of ourselves, um, I would say is a place to start on a very personal level. Um, but yeah, I also think that like we can have a lot more fun 
and like create some more play and like uh, non-judgment around some of some of the way we think about body. Um, I even think about like a young girl gyrating somewhere could look like, okay, you fast over there, you twerking over there. Okay, you didn't see your mama do something, who was your mama? Or it can look like um, a Wallace Adome dance from West Africa. It can look like her really getting into her waistbees that she just got from her mm -hmm. auntie who visited somewhere. It could be her like really getting into the way her body shakes and moves. And it has nothing to do with someone wanting her to shake or move for them. And so I think that is the part that needs to break down. Um, like the judgments and the stigmas around it mm -hmm. to then like, you know, figure out what you really want. I like that. And you, I think even when you were giving the, what happened? Oh, you felt that? <laughs> but even the way you were talking about the lotioning, I think it reminded me similar to like in meditation when you do a body scan, um, in the way that you don't sometimes don't even know. Cause when doing a body scan, it's like, oh, my knee does feel weird in this position. Maybe I shouldn't do that anymore, right? Like you don't notice that in your everyday life. And I think when it comes to sensualness or sexual, um, I think there's such a, sometimes it's very seen as very fast or it has to be completed. It's an errand. And I think you do lose some some of that uh, arousal and that, what do you even like? Like, what do you, what do you want? And you kind of have to be intentional. You kind of have to be with yourself to even have that conversation before you start having it with others and comparing and stuff like that. So I, I appreciate that conversation. Except that in game, when I was that depression time, I have like a VHS tape with like hours of hours and hours of footage. What ended up happening during that time is that I didn't go see anybody. Um, I wouldn't even answer my door. I have a, a couple of good friends, shout out to Gody, thank you. He used to come and, <laughs> come and like bang on my door and I'd be like, I wouldn't answer. And then I eventually I would, my parents would call. Um, but what I started to do is I started to videotape myself. Um, I had a camera, I was a like a communications uh, major TV production. And I just started like videotaping myself, go through what I was going through. Like my face like super broke out, like it was bumps everywhere and on my chest. And I would just like be in there and like looking at them and or reading my journal and that would go down a hole, but like it would be me expressing or like just me talking, I'm talking hours. And then, and then it became me um, expressing my, my, my femininity, actually. I grew up, like, to me, I was very masculine. Um, I never thought of myself as like, oh, like pretty young girl or whatever like that. Um, yeah, and I would start experiment with like clothes to show like my shoulder and do like a, sh uh, okay, I'm gonna wear like a tank top all week. This is like non-track gear, but like, you know, out in the open, like, okay, I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear a dress every day type of thing. And I used to explore on video with that too like um, through dance and I'll have high heels and lace and, and including like some touching in terms of like uh, feeling my body, um, you know, not trying to get anywhere with it, but like really being with, it's this, I don't know remember that saying, this is a long time ago, this ain't right. But <laughs> how <laughs> people used to be like, um, Basically, like if, if 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 something was ugly or something like that, you get to know it is not ugly anymore. Um, I thought about that growing up, and then I thought about that with my own body, and that was really the mindset I came from. And specifically, it was my womanly parts 
of my body <laughs> that I had to check into and say, oh my gosh, I think that you're ugly. And then I remember, okay, getting to know something is not ugly anymore because like you so know it. Mm-hmm. And I really, that was that was 100% the come from. <laughs> and then I just get to got to know, it's like journaling, doing Yoni journals and talking about folds and like getting into, or and then getting into um, black women's history and sexuality and then black women in visual culture it became a whole thing it became my job actually <laughs> became like my life's work at the same time it started with like that intersection of wellness of mm-hmm. some village of like audrey and body empowerment of blackness and the eye view of blackness of sexuality and that of my own like um kind of gender uh curiosity that was happening from like low self-esteem and so all of that came together and so all of that to me is like the wellness um yeah so it's interesting because the person I interviewed someone else before and they mentioned how important play was and you've mentioned that as well. So how does play, and this is just in general, um, how does play, what does play look like to you for wellness and how do you try to incorporate that every day? Um, play for me looks like the opposite of fight or flight. the opposite and that fight or flight can be my normal and go-to at this point so play to me brings some levity it brings um um like curiosity to what i am doing um so it can bring curiosity to my anxiety it can bring curiosity to me feeling down it can bring curiosity to like um my workout it can bring curiosity to like this kind of new nutrition thing I might be trying. Like I did this this cleanse. It was I and it was great actually. It was really really great, but it doesn't taste great. But it was like, oh, what is the what are these things? <laughs> and so to create some playness around it, um, it also puts me in the power seat. So some mm-hmm. play and power dynamic there as well. Because uh, if it's my game, now now I'm in charge. And so like let's. Let's see what we can rock with this. Um, but play to me, shoot, these days play to me looks like getting a play buddy because it's like, ooh, because life is real. And then it's when the sister figure out how to play, I need the play buddy to be like, yo, we playing today. <laughs> like, to have that like me and my fiance LaVar used to be like this like years ago. We need to go ahead and bring this back. But like, what's your outrageous thing you're doing today? Like, what's your play thing you're doing today? to infuse that. Um, so walking, it doesn't sound like that exciting, but walking to me looks like play now. Shout out to Girl Trek, I'm on the Girl Trek walks. And, <laughs> and I walk and literally like dance down. I'm doing full Broadway moves down the streets of Brooklyn. Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> but that's play. And like I come into a Zoom call after that, ready. Um, it looks like bringing more of like my, um, this is more into mental wellness uh, and like that's showing up as whole self. Um, but finding bits and pieces, I'm in corporate America. I'm also a creative, so it's like it's creative corporate America. Mm-hmm. But finding bits and pieces uh, of moments, well, not bits and pieces, but finding whole moments 
to like bring even more of myself to the table, some of that play self. So like I started at Zoom calls with a full playlist. I'll DJ the Zoom call at the top. And that's again, like literally, I'll sometimes ask people to get up and move and like dance at the beginning of a meeting. <laughs> and they're like, uh, we just came here to give the updates. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but but some of some of that, so some of that stuff. Um and play in fashion. I'm not a big fashion person, but like at home I am. So bringing that in there. Um, I think that's probably where I am now. Um, and lately I've been, I have a, you know, I have a few extra roles that I'm used to these days <laughs> on my body. Oh, so, like at work? Well, <laughs> I've been playing around with those too, in terms of like, um, in terms of adorning them. So waist beads play, um, smell good. So it's like, you know what, um, smell, I want to smell good all the time. That's what I've been telling myself. I want to smell good all the time. Mm. And that's for me, that's for my mental health. Um, that's highly for my mental health, probably before everything else. And then um, is that reminder to bring in like the sensuality in life. Um, I totally remember, is it um, Angela Davis? I forget where she was, I forget where she was what school she was at, but she was giving a speech on like the revolution. And I don't remember is this one line. I was cleaning up as I was watching it. Don't judge. <laughs> but, but what she was saying is that imagination comes first and then the revolution, you have to imagine that. So I agree. Um, otherwise we out there fighting and, and we might be fighting for what we had, but we don't not, like gotta be really clear about and I'm talking about as individual, collectively as well, but very much as individual. Um, and so that's why I feel like play is so important because that's what brings the imagination. Um, that's what brings the like openness and the capacity to see and, and have goals and dream and like all of that stuff. Um, not just the rigor, the rigor can come behind us and make sure you get it, but um, I don't know if you can rigor your way into, <laughs> rigor your way into the GC, rigor your way into like joy. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's the case. I tried. I have tried to rigor my way into joy. I don't think it that. It did not go down. I was, like, I was about to say, <laughs> I don't know. Joy should be rigorous. Right, joy should be rigorous. And you'd be like, I will be happy. Yes, <laughs> it's like, so. it's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, oh easy. Start playing and see what happens. Start playing. Seriously, start playing. Okay. So right now we're going to do something we do at Obsidian called Deep Dive Questions. Ask two questions. First question is a nice little cute one, little appetizer, and then we go a little deeper. Ready? Yes. All right. So I'm going to have you choose a number between 1 and 50. Actually, 1 and 25. Sorry. And we'll see which question you get. 22. All right, okay, who or what made you feel anxious when you were a kid? Who or what made me feel anxious when I was a kid? Um, a crowd of people looking up as I try to do a poem. Um, I would say the public, um, this is my church public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, ready to go a little deeper? Yeah. How does this same anxiety show up in your life or relationships today? If it does. Um, 
it shows up by like being anxious if I don't have like the right thing to say. Um, and then it shows up by child staying on the stage anyway and seeing what happens. <laughs> it shows up both both ways. I, I think I still live the duality of both of those things. Mm. Okay. And then lastly, uh, before we uh, wrap this up, what are some tools in your toolbox um, to help you in your wellness journey that you can share with the folks? Mm -hmm. um, well, yin yoga is a big one for me. Um, opposed to let's say um, Hatha yoga or yoga that you may see a lot in the gyms, all great, all like um, heat gathering and it looks like a workout. Yin yoga is one that's really rooted in stretching, is rooted in you staying in a pose for about five or six minutes. Um, and it, it, it like, uh, it opens up the elasticity of like your um, your fascia, which is the tissues underneath the muscles. And so I, I offer that one as like kind of what it sound like, and that's what it is to me. Like if you're the type that have like a lot of stuff going on underneath the surface, when you're doing surface things that are always great, always good to do, very clearly um, great for your health, working out, um, weights and different stuff like that. Um, and if there, if you need um, more space mentally or more space in your body, if you're in a, lot of, a lot of inflammation, yin yoga is a really great one to do, even if like 10 minutes a day. YouTube it, YouTube like two minutes yin yoga, five minutes yin yoga, <laughs> I do that all the time. Um, super helpful, especially now um, when it's stuff beyond yourself that may be getting in you know, maybe in the space. So that's, that's, that's one for sure that um, I might recommend in meditation. Yeah. And baths. I had, to bring, I had to bring back the baths just started like three weeks ago. Come on. Yeah. the aromas and the salts that you use? Or you have a, you have a concoction? Yeah, what? You have a concoction, you have a salts and... In my baths? Um... I do a lot of Epsom salt. Um, I'll drop some doTERRA lavender oil in there. Mm -hmm. I do doTERRA basil oil. I don't know, basil in the bath is okay, but I'll put it like on my crown um, area. Um, I do recommend uh, Sacred Vibes. She has like a bunch of concoctions over there. Like I'm doing one that's like clarity, clarity, vision and peace bath. And I can smell that there's rose in there. Some other stuff, I can't, I don't know the ingredients off top. But I also like sprinkle rolls. This is where it gets curious. This is where the plague get, comes in. Because for a week, I was taking rose petals that came from like my sister's kitchen, where I also think came from some roses that we got her, and started to put them in my salads, and then started to put them in some of my soups, and then in my bath. And that's like a little bit of sweetness. But if you look it up, it also has a lot of other nutrients too, especially rose hips. Not so much the petals, but you know, that's, that's cute too. <laughs> but like that's where the play is and so that's where my bath I'm like mm, you know I'm a little I'm feeling a little uptight and so I'll like sprinkle some rose petals in there to remind me um, of grace um, I even put like honey on my lips sometimes for chapstick to like 
again, play, but also like a reminder of sweetness physically too. Um, so little things like that. But yeah, that's what I do in my bath. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man, thank you. You're just dropping all these tips and gems. Oh, no. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> you know, a little stage also. <laughs> I mess around and break around, break up a whole incident. <laughs> you better <laughs> go with what is really in your what what like your spirit and body is telling you. That's mm -hmm. how I tell people. Um, and then get support if you're not, you know. Sure. So sometimes going there might not be helpful for some. Valid. But I, I would start there. All right. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate everything. This was an amazing conversation. <laughs> I am so honored to be here. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pukiso. Um, this was great. Everyone, y'all know where to find me. Um, and as I always say, thank you for picking you today. Bye, y'all. <laughs>